as you can see, welcome to the Lazy Overachiever. We are already in the zone and laughing and having a great time. Today, I am with my sister friend. She is amazing. Alea Harris, speaker, consultant, retreat host. And she just also happens to be like triple certified in so many things that I can't even list off right now. Alea, Welcome to the Lazy Overachiever. How are you today? I am fabulous, 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 fabulous. Thank you for having me, Nikita. <laughs> you know, I have been waiting and counting down. You have been with us on the Balance Bully podcast a couple of times, actually. And I have been having the privilege of being on the Flourishing Marketing show as well. And now you get to be here and share all of what is happening in your version of lazy overachieving. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. I would I want you to talk first and foremost about how you as a very beautiful wife and mother and just potent human altogether, you are my definition of brilliant beauty. Oh, period. You are also my definition of reformed perfectionist, which most of yes. the audience is. So speak into what lazy looks like for you these days. So uh, I was forced into intentional laziness because I was just over myself. I was <laughs> over the work, over needing to be so hard. Yeah. I have always worked hard. For no good reason. I grew up in a middle class environment and a home. And like, we're not, I was not like a, a poor kid running these streets, right? Mm -hmm. But when I was in a freshman year of college, right during the summer, right after my freshman year, I worked two jobs. I had an internship and I also worked at the body shop. Why? Did I need the money? No. No. I was Ooh. fine. <laughs> yes. I wanted to work. Yeah. I wanted to do the things. Yeah. I like to consider myself a type A plus and it gives me jollies that the plus means I am better, faster, stronger than all the other type A's. Mm. <laughs> that well, means speak that on it. About to break out my maracas. Yes. <laughs> speak she was like, let me be clear. And with that though, comes a lot of pressure. Yeah. Pressure to achieve, pressure to succeed. And you know what pressure doesn't mix well with? Postpartum depression. So- <laughs> taking me My, back mm -hmm. um, right mm -hmm. it's something that we don't talk about a lot but it's it, it is like oil and water you 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 cannot physically put on more pressure because you're already mentally emotionally spiritually and physically underneath so much pressure but you couldn't tell me nothing most mm -hmm. of the time you still can't so i tried anyways yeah and I got even more exhausted and even further away from my goals and money started not coming. And then I was like, well, let me twerk at some strange for some marketing change. I was, what do you want? <laughs> email? What do you want? A website? I don't even do that. I'll do all the little things you want. Totally pulled myself out of alignment because I was not being lazy. Yeah. Everything around me was telling my little black booty to sit down. Mm -hmm. Did I? No. So one day I looked up and I said, okay, I've worked really hard my whole life. I don't want to do this anymore. I went to hot yoga, which is my jam. Okay. And I set an intention of, I have an abundance block. I need you to release it for me, God. Yeah. I went to my little hot yoga, so my little butt off. And at the end, you lay in what's called savasana, which is basically laying down on your back with your hands down to your side. And 
I heard this voice say, turn it in. And I'm like, turn it in. And all of a sudden I got this image of a bank, one of those old school banks with marble and like mm-hmm. the long rows of tellers. And so I said, okay, there's no reason why I have to operate my energy from a physical perspective. Mm -hmm. So if I want to build up muscle, I got to go to the gym, work hard, build up muscle. If I want to build up abundance, I do not have to work hard. It's actually not a requirement. Right. In spirit, it's just as easy to make $1 as it is $1 million. Mm -hmm. It is our perspective that makes it seem like we have to work harder for $1 million. And I said, you know what? If I'm really being honest with myself, if I'm really committed to this, I no longer want to work hard. So I turned it in. I took all of the work I have done, the work that I was working two jobs for no reason, the the work that I've, those 20 hour days, nine days a week, all of that work that I've ever done for anything. And I envisioned myself holding it in a little bag. It was a kind of a janky paper bag. I'm not going to lie. Like it's been through some things. And I placed it on the counter for the spirit worker that was behind it. And I said, I'd like to turn this in, please, for an endless flow of abundance that Mm. comes with great needs. I'm no longer working hard. I've done it all already. So now when I think of, well, I got to work hard for this or I got to work hard for that. No, 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 no. I already did the work. I already did the work. And so I turned it in and I just saw the exchange of mountains of cash and that just kept coming it was like i would take out a thousand dollar bill another thousand dollar bill kept coming in my hands i said that's the experience that i want with ease i kid you not the next day i booked the highest speaking paid speaking engagement i've ever booked in my life Come and on. then another one found me randomly at Google. And then another client decided that they wanted to re-up their contract. And then somebody else said, you're the only one that we want for this job. I heard about you from so-and-so because I had turned it in. And so now I'd like to say I'm a recovering A plus type A plus (laughs) because it is so much better this way. Ooh, it's so sexy to be lazy. My goodness. The ease with which things come, make them feel even sweeter and make me feel more valued and valuable because I am now being found. Yes. Rather than trying to work and to say, no, I'm good enough. No, I'm smart enough. You will see me if I just work hard enough. I don't have to do that as much. Now I still slip into it. I'm like, I'm going to pound my way through this. Mm -hmm. But I stop. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I ask, well, what's the one thing that I actually need? I mean, because I can't just sit on my butt. Like, no, absolutely. Interact with the world, right? Well, what's the one thing that I need to do to make this all easy? Oh, I just need to send this one email. I don't Mm -hmm. need to clear my inbox right now. Mm-hmm. And I do that in literally, I've done that with one email. Like, oh, thank you so much for getting back to me. Yeah, actually your contract I'm gonna, I, is signed. I just signed it and we're, we're going to move forward. And here's the invoice and it's paid. Listen, that is what I'm talking about. I relate to your story of the visualization exercise going into the bank and turning, turning in all of the trauma, the drama, the heaviness, the unnecessariness, the normal you thought was necessary, but it wasn't because when you looked real deep, you realized you were never meant to be normal. Like all of it in that brown paper bag. Oh. 
I relate to all of it because ease and flow is where I have the most control. It's where I live. Now, does that mean that shit, which is tsunamis and storms and hurricanes and everything else, it's literally an acronym for shit. <laughs> does it mean that that is not actually happening to us? No, we are humans and life mm -hmm. is lifing. But what I can control is the ease and flow that you're talking about. Like I can send the email. I can do that one critical thing that I need to do in the business. And because I'm ambitious without apology and not codependent on the ambition, I know that there are going to be days when you're like, "Woo, I got three team meetings, two interviews and, you know, four sessions. And you were coming from a beautiful energy session with your clients right before this. Right. Like some days mm -hmm. are going to be full of all the right things, all the things you prayed for, all the things you requested, but you will not feel busy. And that's a big difference. Well, you feel fulfilled. Today was yes. a full day. I loved it. I loved the client session. I was excited to come and talk to you today, right? Amen. It's, it's, people I think also confuse lazy with stationary. Yes. Sedentary. Mm -hmm. That's not how the world works, boo. Lazy is, for me, the way I translate it, is trusting. It's flow. About to throw something through this screen. <laughs> yes. Can you trust enough to not say, I'll take it from here, spirit. Let me control this for you because what spirit's inept all of a sudden and you know what you're doing so badly? Come mm -hmm. on. You know that that's not true. You know that is not true. It's fear that lets us feel like we have a semblance of control. Yes. And really we're making the decisions and doing the things that we have no business doing. And that actually, like in my case, get us further away mm -hmm. from where we're trying to go. Because when you're operating in fear, you're, it, it buzzes, fear mm -hmm. buzzes your head around and your ears are not open to hearing what you need to see and your eyes are blurry and you're, I can only focus what's right in front of my face, the thing that I put there, as opposed to taking a step back, mm -hmm. looking around, settling into the trust and the flow, and lazily sending that one email. Come on. Come listen. All day long. There's and I know you haven't heard it yet because at the time of this recording, we haven't uh released the the overall show for the lazy overachiever, but obviously you guys watching it. You will see it. Um, the outro is rebel against the rush and embrace a little bit more of your lazy as you trust more and work less. Like trust your inner brilliance more to be specifically and work less. And I know I'm kind of saying that in like a little bit of a messy way, but that's literally the that's quote exactly with some what words I'm saying. around. I'm glad we're <laughs> right. aligned. Not that I had Wait, a doubt. Listen, <laughs> I think child but with the last what has it been two years since we've mm -hmm. known each other I think, so. I think we've proven that already on every level mm -hmm. and I can't I can't disagree for so many reasons the one of the reasons that I wanted to start the lazy overachiever alignment hub which is ultimately the hub that extends out of this podcast is specifically because there are dope women like us that stay a little bit too long in the doubt part of life, which happens to everyone. You can be dope and you can doubt. Both are true. That's totally fine. But when you're tilted 
too much in the doubt. It's typically because you are also tilted too much into the overachieving and you're not aligned. You're not relying on the rest and recalibration and relaxation that opens yourself up to hear your inner truth, your inner presence, yourself, your your brilliance that I do believe gets bound up in the busyness that we do when we're trying to put out fires that we created. And when you think about that, when you think about how many partnerships you accepted because you needed to plug a space and it sounded like it came at the perfect time, but that person was what wasn't worthy of your energy mm-hmm. or that company or that that community or whatever it was. And so many people want to pay you an exposure where, yes, there is a time to do something for your people, knowing that it's an energy exchange that might yeah. not have actual greenbacks involved. And yeah. that is okay. But it yeah. has to be perfectly aligned, not, oh, yeah, well, lots of people come and do this for us all the time. And you're like, oh, well, I haven't spoken a while. I might as well do this. And and that's that busyness. And now you have a paid opportunity and there's a conflict with your unpaid opportunity, but you gave your word, be in integrity, right? Like, it turns into a whole a whole thing a whole uh for those of you who you know played outside as kids like i did dating myself if you played double dutch and you did I played it double dutch double dutch oh i know you did because yes. you you're not as young as people might want to think because you look you know young, what it's but... this eye cream <laughs> eye cream we can put, put it in the show no right like, <laughs> like let them let them know what it is but it's over top of hopscotch i don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever multi-layered the game mm-hmm. where you're literally playing both and when and you, you have overachiever from birth oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but when you have multiple people jumping in and do it it can get noisy and loud and that's attractive at first there's something mm-hmm. fun about seeing the people down the street playing this layered game but once you really get in it you're like oh i'm i'm tired in two minutes this mm-hmm. is what that's is this for why are we yeah. do, why are we doing all of this yes and i think that's the same for ambitious humans that are codependent on that ambition because they don't know how to be still to your point to relax and listen for the one critical thing that changes the game a lot of ambitious people tie our worth to action come on if i'm not in movement who am i mm-hmm. then there's okay i heard on this podcast i was supposed to sit down so i'm gonna sit down i don't like how i feel there's sadness, there's grief, there's anger. A lot of people, including me in the past, use busyness as a escape. It's a way yes. to disassociate. Yes. So I want you to ask yourself, why are you so busy? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you told yourself it's for your family and your generational love. Yeah. What's the real reason you're so busy? Mm-hmm. Because you see examples all day, every day of people who it comes effortlessly to, and you've told yourself that, oh, that can't be me because some dumb excuse. And I'm being flippant because I tell myself this all the time. Mm-hmm. What's the real reason you can't just sit down right now? Yeah. And it's most likely because you're scared. Yeah. The best thing that you can do is saying, I am scared. I am terrified that if I don't push, if I don't drive, if I don't work really hard, it won't happen. And then what? Then who am I? Then where am I? Then what do I have? What is my worth? What is my value? No one will love me. Come on. And if that's how you really feel, admit it, because you're in really good company. Yeah. 
There's a lot of people out there that feel that way, but you don't have to stay that way. Laziness can be terrifying, terrifying. Because when you sit down, there's only you there and you got to deal with the you. Come on. Your, so instead of saying, oh, I'm going to go be lazy right now, mm-hmm. know that it's scary. And so what mm-hmm. are you going to do about it? How are you going to gently, with compassion mm-hmm. and grace and love, treat yourself with kindness, knowing that I know that I'm going to sit down and try to be lazy and all this stuff is going to come up mm-hmm. for me. So what can I do when that comes up? How can I love myself through this process? Because I also know simultaneously that if I keep going at this pace, something's going to break. Right. And that's real. That's what happened with me. I have a, a, an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And when I work myself, I can barely walk. My joints inflame and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have. Shouldn't push myself so hard on that one. I have a physical representation of what happens when my perfectionist persona, by the way, is named Jessica Beautiful, Jessica Beautiful Unicorn Rabbit, in case you were wondering. That is so and funny. So when <laughs> Jessica Beautiful Unicorn Rabbit takes over, <laughs> shit hurts, right? And so then I have to ask myself, well, why? Why did I give away the keys to my kingdom, my queendom? We are all the energetic sovereigns, the energetic rulers of our own king and kingdoms. And we can decide the shape of them, the pace of them, Mm -hmm. the output of them, the longevity of them when we're in the ruler's seat. But because the ruler's seat feels scary, there's introspection that it takes. There's awareness that it takes. There's grace that it takes to be in that seat. So we give it up often. To mm-hmm. perfection, to drive, to fear. Mm-hmm. Why? What just scared you? For me, it's well, the bank account balance doesn't look like I want that client canceled, right? Someone so left me a bad review. And then it activates and I leave the seat and it's like, well, somebody else, Jessica Unicorn, Beautiful Rabbit, or Fear or Doubt, they probably know what they're doing better than I do. Yeah, so I'm not gonna trusting. give up my energetic sovereignty. Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying that I'm in this seat for a reason. I am truly the only one who knows how I want to create my king or queendom. That's right. And so if you want to be intentionally lazy, you need to give yourself the structure that will keep you in the seat, keep you in the ruler seat of your own king or queendom. Because if not, you'll be constantly giving up and giving away your power. And that in and of itself is exhausting. On every level. And you're already exhausted, which is why you won't allow yourself to sit down, right? Mm -hmm. That everything you said is a yes, yes. And yes, on so many levels. It's one you know I'm verbal and it's very few times that I'm lost for words. I think this is the second time you did that to me. <laughs> My bad. Recor- recorded. Yeah. Probably probably more off offline, but the second time recorded. I love it. I'm I'm here for it all day. And I agree wholeheartedly with the way you painted that picture. I am a little offended that your perfectionist name has rabbit at the end because you know I'm bunny, right? Like you, you know that. I'm I'm sorry. It was literally from <laughs> Jessica Rabbit as a kid, and then I felt like it needed an up level with the unicorn and the beautiful, and there we are. <laughs> 
know, y'all. I think she, because she know personally that's my nickname at home. And I think she I was not like, coming for you. Mm-hmm. And my little girl, I was six or whatever your old self is not coming for you either. <laughs> I'm like, I heard that though, Leah. I heard it. Just so we're clear. I just want you to know that I see you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. <laughs> um, but everything you said resonated with me. And it did make me want to ask you what are you doing for yourself when you give yourself permission to be lazy and give yourself, as we say on the BBP, permission to pause, but that's specifically intentionally selfish for you because you are a wife and you are a mom and you wear so many hats, especially when you're in your zone of genius because they come up and we were talking in the green room about it showing up in different modes for whatever is called upon by the people you are serving. Mm-hmm, at that mm-hmm. time so what's your one intentionally selfish gift to the audience that you do for yourself so that they can add an idea to their their coffer i'm a little bit of a rebel so i'm going to give you two but they'll come be quick. on come okay. on do so it. i already mentioned the first one which is why i feel like it's kind of like a, like a cop out don't leave me one <laughs> but i do make a point to go to hot yoga okay there's something about it one i mean it's a great workout mm-hmm and two, there's something about the heat and the release that makes it beyond the workout and gives me that spiritual clarity. And it's like, like rinsing me off. Like it's like a fresh start, fresh slate gives me an, a different experience where I, I can also just fall into myself. And it gives me what the feeling of relaxation feels like. Cause sometimes you know, you'd be like, I'm so relaxed. <laughs> But after the heat and the movement, you're exhausted. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. This is what my body actually feels like when it's relaxed. Right. And knowing that and feeling that physically is a great cue for when I'm throughout the day and my booty cheeks are clenched so hard because I'm the opposite of relaxed. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Remember that feeling? Mm -hmm. So that's one. The other one is this app that I adore. One of my clients told me about it. It's called Mastery, M-A-S-T-R-Y. It's a hypnotherapy breath work app. Nice. So all you do for 22.8 or 22.1 minutes is you breathe in through your belly, breathe in through your chest and out through your mouth. And you listen to, I think it's like four or five curated songs. And then this person is keeping on encouraging you to do the breathing and then they'll just ask like one question or pose a thought so my my client told me about this i'm like i really love you so i'm gonna try this and i was thinking to myself how am i gonna tell her that i hated this after <laughs> i did it and be nice because i really love her girl i did it the first time was bawling my eyes out mm-hmm. me by myself just breathing doing that's breath real snotty mm-hmm. like like not cute not cute it was not cute and every time i do it i get more connected and we're unearthing i I love excavation because there's so much put on to us intentionally and unintentionally that we carry around that shapes our worldview into even a greater illusion than it already is yeah so the more that we can excavate the more we can get into the truth and the better we can remove ourselves from living in that fear state so those are the two things that I do. I carve out time for my little class and I carve out time for my mastery app. 
I love it because, you know, I'm hashtag for intentionally selfish behavior all day long. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're taking that time to use it in the way that I mean it. For me, selfish is that personal, intimate gift to create joy Mm -hmm. your way. And that's what you're doing. This is Mm -hmm. your spaciousness to do what you need to do for yourself. Like, yes, the baby might need whatever cuddles and hugs and kisses. Papa got that. Papa got it. The nanny got that. Like somebody Mm -hmm. got that. For that mm-hmm. 22.1 minutes exactly. that you need exactly. on the app or whatever the amount of time for hot yoga to and from travel, all of mm-hmm. it. And the fact that you are creating that spaciousness for yourself allows you to be so full when you get home and you see her face and you see his face and mm-hmm. your siblings and your parents and all the other people that you get the loved one really truly get your fullness versus resentment because you're at the level of exhaustion. And you don't have anything to give. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also was there. So I come on like, experiencing the full spectrum of emotion. I prefer this end of the spectrum. That part. Selfish, that, the selfish, yeah. lazy end. Listen, Alay, that's why I talk about it. I was the first partaker. I know what it looks like to want to do all the things and be doing all the things but so much of it is not really for you it's for people who sometimes don't even appreciate it because they're so entitled and expect you to do it because you've trained them for you to do all the things that they could also be doing for you with you for themselves and it turns into a whole cycle of restraining yourself from telling them what you really need to tell them because Mm -hmm. you're afraid that you won't have purpose in, mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. life anymore. And there's just so many layers to that, which is probably a whole nother episode. That's another episode. You know what I'm saying? Get into that. Cause that Girl. is some real conversation right there. <laughs> all, all day long. So I do want to ask you before we wrap up and you get back to baby girl. Cause I know the nanny is probably minutes from the house and bringing yes. her back to you. How are you making room for your own fulfilling intimate relationships? You know, it's very interesting because I wasn't, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that I wasn't. My The most important intimate relationship I have is with my husband, because when we're off, our thing off. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, obviously, after the intimate relationship I have with myself. Let me of just course. put that underneath that. It's understood. <laughs> Last weekend, we went to a wedding in, in um, San Antonio, and it was just us two for two nights. I swear, I felt like I needed to shake my hand and reintroduce myself to him. It was the first time since our baby girl was born that we were just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize how badly we were doing. We've been doing all of the things like, let's make sure I'm on the calendar every night we sink in. And we have like, we do daily manifestation work together. And we do all of the things. And so we, and we mean them. So it's not just a box check. But time mm-hmm. is the most important thing. So now we're committed to, okay, we got mommies, we got aunties, we got nannies. Once a month, it's you and me, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and needing to just be that time where it's not talking about, like we're talking, but we're talking about like work colleague things. Like, yes, as my co-functioner of this household, what about the bills and the food and the baby and the do 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 do? Yeah, the business, the business mm-hmm. of running a household. We're just mm-hmm. talking about like, did you see that funny meme or I love you or look at that little way your hair little curls like oh my god you're so cute whatever it is mm-hmm. that stuff and and 
it's it's very important and i was lying to myself thinking that we were getting it and we weren't yeah that's that's how i would answer it saying i'm not great at it yet no it's okay everything takes practice right like Mm -hmm. god knows when my husband and i were 17 and we first started this path almost 30 years ago definitely was not in our lap for sure we had to go through some stuff to get through to where the beautiful space that we're in right now but it sounds like you were doing the business well and you were also doing the co-parenting well and you were also doing the creating the time well but you weren't playing and now you're starting to play again and play is so important it is so important and you know what there was also a sense of, um, and I actually wrote, I think a LinkedIn post or something about this, um, parallel versus perpendicular. Mm-hmm. So parallel lines run alongside of each other and they never intersect mm-hmm. and they can be super close together, super close, but they don't make themselves a part of each other's lives versus yeah. perpendicular that intersect. That's right. And the type of relationships that I want to cultivate are perpendicular ones. A parallel conversation with even just a friend is, oh, yeah, girl, I'm going through this thing with my business and I just can't seem to get, you know, my project management platform together. And the parallel response is, oh, girl, well, I hope you get together. I'm rooting for you. You can do this. I believe in you. It sounds great, Mm -hmm. right? It's super emotionally supportive. But you know what that friend still has to go do? Figure out her project management platform. So true. A perpendicular conversation is, okay, girl, I'm going to block out two hours on Friday. You, me, we're doing it together. You're in it Mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. That is what I want to cultivate more effectively in in all of my important relationships not just the one with my husband but that is the most important one perpendicular relationships yeah that's that relationship intimacy 360 those Mm -hmm. 360 degrees because you are not going to miss anything that's important and it's not about quantity but quality Mm -hmm. and you're really centering yourself and I see it in your eyes when you're talking about it like I get it I've always known But I was busy. I was booked and busy. And now I'm in a space where I get to create the spaciousness that I want to control the ease and the flow, the parts that the small part of life that you have control over. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you can infuse those perpendicular relationships with the integrity of who you are, because you're already a dope queen and you know that. And now the other people who have always wanted more access to you and deserved it, not the people who don't deserve it. Now you get to give it to them without feeling like you have to multitask at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we've all mm-hmm. been, you know, at the soccer field or at the whatever on our phone, creating the recipes. Yeah. What did I cook? What did I forget? What did I, mm-hmm. back in the day, what did I not fax when you were in corporate, right? <laughs> like all, all the things. And now you get to fully be present. And I mm-hmm. love that for you, for your husband, for your beautiful baby girl with her own Instagram page, y'all. Yes. Like Ruby Coral Harris. At Ruby Coral <laughs> Harris, did you decide to follow her? I know that's right. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm not selling anything. I just think she's cute. So I put she's a picture up beautiful. on, on Instagram. Your, your whole family's beautiful. And and Thank I don't you. mean that just from a physical perspective. You, you, de- you definitely have a lot of beauty there. So 
as we get ready for you to go back to mommyhood and, and do all the things you were doing, are there any last notes that you would like to share on being the lazy overachiever that you have become and integrity of your successful plights and all the things that you're doing? It's really just a word, two words, two words with a hyphen, uh, <laughs> self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Often mm-hmm. we're not overachievers running roughshod over everybody. We're usually so committed to our purpose and our vision that we're running to get it. racing to get it, racing closer to the goal. I didn't get that award. I didn't get this thing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't run fast enough, farther enough. Someone's is beating me in what this race of life, is that how we're looking at this? No. The more compassionate I am with myself, the more I realize life's greater truths, the more I get to live in them, the more I get to be lazy kindness the same kindness that i give to my daughter is the kindness that i strive to give to myself so being lazy will involve lots of self-compassion telling yourself telling yourself things like baby girl it's okay you got this you did it look at you rest now it's okay yeah and those types of kind conversations with yourself, turning your inner dialogue into something that sounds more like that mm-hmm. is much more supportive than anything else that you could say on your way to being intentionally lazy. Mm. Two snaps and uh, ice cream pops, you know, all of it. Like I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm I'm with some ice cream. You, listen, it's because it's, we were really talking about guys. It's like, 100 degrees right now so that um what where can people find you because you're you got a lot of great stuff happening between your multiple businesses these days where's the best place for people to go to get more alaya harris best place for people to go is alayaharris.com it's intentionally crafted that way so you're like i don't know what i want but i want more alaya we can do that i know that's (laughs) right A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I-S.com. You can see about me. I also own a bioenergetic business consultancy called the Evolution Collective. You can access that there and it'll take you to that website. You can learn about our retreat, the Radical Rebirth Retreat, that is for entrepreneurs and executives that have gone through or are going through a life shift and they're trying to tell their radically authentic, newly discovered story. And then speaking. I'm an award-winning international speaker. You can find all of that on alayaharris.com. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> she was like, and then there's that. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> Alea, My insight timer page on alayaharris.com. I know, that's right. <laughs> I love it. And we'll make sure we put the link to the mystery app that you mentioned as well. Yes, um, yes. At the yes. end, because I thought that was pretty dope. If it's not already on your website, just as a, a tool. Mastery is not on my website. I get no money from them. I should probably figure out how I could like be an affiliate or something. I know, I that's right. That part. <laughs> Listen, you know, energy exchange. That's all I'm going to say about that. Ease yeah. and flow. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alea, for being with us on The Lazy Overachiever. You are everything that your bio says you are and more. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
All right, brilliant beauties and reformed perfectionists. That is it for the day. I just want you to go be lazy, work less, and trust your inner brilliance more. Nikita Rinthigpen, we out. <laughs> Thank you.